0: This is The Frey Podcast, brought to you by thefray.com, a place for women who want more from life. Today's podcast is a solo episode and I'm going to be speaking about the subject, fun. Now, before I get into the topic, I of course want to acknowledge that right now with everything going on in the world, probably more than ever, fun seems like a very superfluous topic to be speaking about. It's one of those things that so many people in the world right now have zero capacity to even consider, like it's very indulgent to talk about fun right now. And I acknowledge that and I am aware of that. The reason I am recording this episode is it's one of those topics, fun, that often needs to be revisited because... As we go about our lives, it is one of the things that often falls off the priority list, especially for women in their late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s, late 30s and beyond. It can kind of just become something that we remember that we used to have, or there is a conflation between self-care or just enjoyment and fun. And so I want to first of all acknowledge right now with everything going on in the world, fun is a indulgent topic to speak about. It's also one that I think is an evergreen topic. It's something that we can always come back to. I have recorded episodes in the past on the topic of fun and I've had guests share their relationship with fun as well in another episode. But it's one of those things that I think if we're not continually reminded of it, it does fall off the priority list. Life gets busy and we have so many other things to focus on. And I do think that often women, as we get older, you know, as we move away from our early 20s, where a lot of our fun in quotes is going out with friends and drinking and being really carefree, as we do quite literally have more cares, more things to worry about, the fun just shrinks away because we're thinking more about our emotional health or our financial literacy and our financial position. We're talking about our relationships and relationships become such a big focus. And so does work and stability and growth. And when our time is getting monopolized by those topics, the more frivolous stuff like having fun can kind of escape our grasp. And I've spoken about this before, so forgive me for banging on about it, but I think it's relevant and I want to just touch on it quickly. But years ago now, I was talking about the topic of fun with my friends and we were all kind of thinking like, We don't even know, you know, when you have young kids, it's like, what even is fun for us as individuals separate from our role as mothers? And one night I was sitting there and I was thinking about it and I thought, I'm just going to send a text message out to pretty much everyone in my phone. Now, granted, this is not a scientific study, of course, it's not controlled because I have far more women in my phone than I have men. And so I sent this group text, you know, this text, copy and paste text out, not a group text, but copy and paste, asking the question like, what is fun to you? What's your relationship with fun? How often do you have fun? That kind of thing. And pretty much every woman that I sent this message to, their response It wasn't that varied. It was either sharing with me things that they felt were fun that were like going to the hairdressers, going to the doctors. Some of my friends even said just going to the grocery shop on my own right now is fun, having a bath. Those sorts of kind of just life admin self-care, that's what I would kind of classify them as, those kind of things. Or the response from women was, something more occasional like fun is an overseas holiday or a night out with friends or a group dinner with friends or brunch with friends. And so then I probed a little more and I said, how often are you doing those things? And it was really few and far between, particularly with the occasional version of fun that came back into my text messages it was like oh maybe once a year at this time because it was before COVID when we could go on overseas holidays holidays with ease and so friends are saying oh maybe once a year overseas holiday or maybe once every six months when I get together with all of my friends and we have a night out and so it's just not that um, prevalent in their everyday life. And then for the other people who kind of said, oh, fun is a bath on my own or a shower on my own or getting a haircut. It kind of made me think like, oh, wow, like the bar really is on the floor. And that's not a judgment of other people's lives because that's how it is when you have kids. It's like just the basic shit becomes fun. But I think there is a conflation there. There is confusion between fun basic self-care, but also just enjoyment. And there is a difference between enjoyment and entertainment and fun, which I'll talk a little bit more about soon. But in my very anecdotal experimental study, the men that I sent the message to about fun, their responses were quick and they were so clear on what was fun for them. You know, men were like, oh, I'm having fun at least once a week, like through the week for sure. Um, and the hobbies that came through were things like jet skiing, boating, drinking with mates, going fishing, playing football, um, watching porn. Like there was just a real variety of things that came back that men were like, Oh, this is fun for me. And it made me really like aware of, Oh, like, is this a division between the genders, because stereotypically women are carrying more of the domestic load. So men, do they have more freedom, both mentally, because they're not carrying that domestic load? And I'm speaking in very general terms, I know, um, but I'm going to do it anyway, because this is how I would talk to friends. So is it that they don't have the mental load they're not thinking oh little debbie has the dentist and little johnny has soccer and i've got these appointments and they've got work and they've got all of the domestic chores as well on top of that so they've got like that potentially but then because they could be doing less as well that frees them up maybe with that physical time and the le- having less responsibility less um, assumption that they're going to carry that side of the load. So they've got more space, if that makes sense. But they were like, it was just so clear in the text messages that I received to my text about fun, men knew what was fun for them. And a lot of it was um, things that I would classify as hobbies, which is a whole other podcast, I think, because men seem to keep their hobbies, whereas women seem to let go of them And I heard an interesting point recently about this and the conversation was surrounding the fact that men probably do need hobbies because it has not been as widely accepted for them to just get together and talk. You know, men don't often just get together and sit opposite one another, look each other in the eye and have a deep conversation. But if there's a reason, if there's an excuse, like in quotes, like a golf day or whatever to get together then they have that glue. Whereas women, typically, very general, I know, very, very sweeping statements here, but it's not uncommon for us to be like, hey, I just need to have a chat, come over and sit down and make a cup of tea and you'll sit and look each other in the eyes and have a talk. You don't need that kind of band-aid of a hobby or that guise of a hobby for connection, which I think is interesting. But again, I digress. That's probably another podcast topic. But back to what I could see as a very clear division in the relationship to the word fun, I couldn't help but notice men knew what was fun for them and they were doing it frequently whereas women seemed to have confusion surrounding what fun actually is and were not like were just not doing it often enough at all. So I think it's probably helpful to understand that neurologically, fun is made up of a combination of brain chemicals from dopamine to oxytocin, serotonin, and of course, endorphins. So by definition, fun means amusement, especially lively or playful um, amusement. Like I said, I think we get confused between just experiencing something as pleasant and something as fun. And I think the words lively and playful and amusement are really helpful there in distinguishing that. Like it is pleasant, it is nice to go for a walk on your own, particularly if you have young children to get that breather. But is it fun? You know, think to yourself would I be laughing? Would I be smiling ear to ear? Am I amused? Am I engaged? probably not on a walk unless you're listening to a really funny podcast or something like that but i would just encourage you to take a pause and really think to yourself how often do i feel like i'm losing myself in fun and to me fun is it's that reckless kind of not necessarily reckless but Careless, I guess. Carelessness is probably the better word, where you're not thinking about everything else that normally occupies your brain. When you're really in, like, kind of like when you're in a flow state and you're super engaged and you are laughing. Like, I think there's nothing better in the world than laughing until you cry. Like, that's my favorite feeling for sure. But just that submersive experience of a proper, deep, Laugh or just proper enjoyment and yeah, feeling carefree. And I think that's why, you know, when I posted about this in our free Facebook group a couple of months ago, I remember reading a couple of comments about like fun used to be going out and drinking with friends. And I know for me in my late teens and early 20s, probably my mid 20s as well a bit, that was fun because you just get to kind of drop your... Like adult responsibilities, not that I had that many at 18, but you just get to be like a bit naughty, you know? And it's fun to just throw caution to the wind and not worry. And so, as I said earlier, when our mind starts to carry the weight of our emotional growth, our emotional health, our physical health, financial literacy, relationships, work, stability, family, all of that stuff, fun just becomes superfluous and it falls off. The priority list, but it is so, so important. And so I want this episode to be a reminder to you to check in with yourself. What is fun for you? What makes you laugh? When are you in that state of being properly amused in a lively way? Often, fun has a sense of novelty and freedom as well like if you think back to your childhood the things that you enjoyed probably did include stuff that was just purely novel there wasn't a you know an obvious outcome to the activity and as we get older we do become so focused on outcomes and achievement and productivity but fun is often just novel you know it's jumping on the trampoline just for the sake of jumping on the trampoline there's no ulterior motive there you're not doing it for fitness or to better yourself you're just doing it because it feels good and it makes you laugh so think back to your childhood and what sort of things did you really really enjoy during that time a lot can happen in the next 3 years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend And I did just want to share with you a couple of points from an article that I found on the topic of fun. And you can read this article on michaelrucker.com. I will put the link in the show notes so that you can read it in more detail. But basically, he is a professor, I believe, and he's got an article up there on his website on this topic. And he says, number one, having more fun improves your relationships, both at work and in life. Research shows that when we have fun with others, these experiences have a positive effect on building trust and developing communication. Having fun gives us an opportunity to connect and be creative. When we laugh together... This sends an external non-verbal message that says we are alike, we share values. It can also make us look more vulnerable but at the same time approachable and friendly which can help build connections and bonds. Doctors John and Julie Gottman, who I really stan, I love them, they are relationship experts and I've shared their books before in the past. They've been studying happy and unhappy couples and their patterns of behavior in a very systematic way. They found that couples who are happy to know how to have fun together, sorry, couples who are happy, know how to have fun together. It appears that when we have the ability to create and partake in acts of humor and affection, our conflict resolution skills improve as well. Studies show that fun activities at work can improve our relationships with co-workers as well. These strong bonds developed with our colleagues have been linked to improved performance and productivity as well. Now, I feel like we all know this, like we all know how important it is to laugh. But if you have been in a long term relationship or you've been through something really challenging lately and you're not laughing with your significant other, this could just be a really nice reminder that, hey, it's not one of those like nice to have things. It's one. I mean, it is, but it's it's more than that. It can strengthen the bond that you have with your partner to have that shared joy And as humans, we all want to feel connected and understood and how nice that if you're laughing with someone, there is that subtext of we are alike, we enjoy the same things. And I know even, you know, for me personally, as someone who is single and dating, if I'm on a date and we laugh at different things, I'm like, huh, that's interesting. But if we're laughing at the same things, it's interesting as well. But in a way that's like, oh, this is going to be maybe easier. You know, we're going to enjoy the same things. So I really like that point that having fun improves your relationships and not just romantic relationships with your co-workers as well. And with your kids too, it's so important that you do find where your Venn diagrams cross and you're all having fun together. Um, Yeah, it's just important. Number two, fun makes us smarter. According to science, one way to improve our memory and concentration is to have more fun. Partially, this has to do with the stress reduction that happens when we engage in something we enjoy. So I've spoken about flow state before. Flow state is really important because it can feel like a meditation. So that's kind of what I'm taking from this particular point says, however, the benefits of fun activities seem to stretch even further than that. A study found that reading for fun improves our language skill and more surprisingly, our proficiency in math as well. It appears that fun activities that introduce us to new ideas and concepts foster self-directed learning. The rewards we gain from these experiences might expand beyond the obvious benefits. Scientists are now also exploring if reading for fun can also protect us against cognitive decline as we age. Number three, fun reduces stress. You probably do not need science to inherently know that this is true already. Engaging in enjoyable activities can be an especially powerful antidote to stress. It has been recognized in several studies that spontaneous laughter has a stress buffering effect that helps us better cope with stress. According to one study, individuals who laughed less had more negative emotions when compared to those who laughed more. Feel like that's pretty obvious, right? In contrast, those who laughed more showed fewer negative feelings even when in stressful situations. Interestingly, this same study found that there is no correlation between having a good sense of humor and displaying stronger or more intense emotions. As such, therapeutic laughter programs are now being developed and evaluated and are sometimes offered as treatments for depression, stress, and anxiety. It appears that there is some truth to the adage, laughter is the best medicine. So I guess what that's saying is, it doesn't really matter if you find something truly deeply funny versus just laughing at something that's more surface level funny you can still have the same benefits and I have seen like online videos of groups that get together and just laugh it looks ridiculous but I can imagine that if you're there and people are laughing you would just start laughing like your mirror neurons would be firing and you'd want to copy them similar to you know if you're with someone and they yawn you then find yourself yawning as well so really think about it what can you do to laugh more You know, and can you do it with your family and your friends as well? Number four, finding more fun in physical activity balances your hormone levels. It has been well established that high stress levels negatively influence our hormones and neurotransmitters, especially cortisol and noradrenaline. Stress also affects our endocrine, metabolic and immune functions, endocrine, endocrine, Hormones can have an amazing effect on our mood. This is true for both genders. Certain hormones such as cortisol, insulin, testosterone and estrogen can be particularly influential and cause havoc when we have an imbalance. One way to naturally balance hormones is to engage in a pleasurable physical activity. In other words, adaptation is not reliant on intense physical activity, but rather consistent recreational exercise. When it comes to exercise, find what fun means to you and make it part of your routine. I've spoken about this in another episode when I shared a couple of tips on making exercise easy for you. Really do find something that you enjoy. It's not a completely ridiculous thing to suggest that you would do an exercise that makes you smile and that you can get enjoyment out of. Number five, fun can make you more energetic and youthful. Stress is draining. It can suck the life out of us, making us tired and cranky. When we effectively reduce our stress levels, this can provide us with a new boost of vitality. Having fun and playing have traditionally been connected with children in the early years of our development. However, many philosophers and psychologists emphasize the importance of play as we get older. So that's what I wanted to really just include in this episode because we know that having fun feels good, but it's also really good for us. It can be good for our whole system, our physiological state, as well as just pure enjoyment. So as I said, I've got the link to that article in the show notes. A couple of other things that I wanted to touch on when it comes to putting fun on the priority list. This sounds so... um, Like contradictory because fun should be about novelty and being frivolous. But as we get older, as we have all of these other tabs that we have to manage, I think it's important that we schedule fun, that we're cognizant and we are aware of putting fun things into our everyday life and also shared fun activities as well. So I know that being intentional with planning fun sounds like the opposite of fun, but like anything, if it's important to us, you do have to bring a level of um, being intentional with it to make it come to life because everything else in life will just get so loud and you'll forget it. So do you want to consider like making a bit of a fun commitment with yourself or your partner or your family or friends? You know, if you're part of a mums group, Bring it up at the next mum's group. Like, ask the question who's having fun? How often are you having fun? What does fun mean to you? And see what sort of responses come up. You might have, you know, like an overwhelming response of everyone going nah, We don't even have the bandwidth for fun. And that makes sense because if you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, if we're stuck in the you know, zone where we are stressed about where we're going to live and we've got financial stress and all of those things and our basic needs aren't met. Fun just seems so, so silly. But if everyone has those basic needs covered and the thought of fun kind of piques their interest, you might be able to establish a bit of a group or like as dorky as it sounds, like a bit of a club where you all commit to an outing once a month or every two months, that's going to be something fun just for you. So it could be, you know, like you all go roller skating and drinking. Like that sounds fun to me. Maybe not, you know, I don't know if it's dangerous to combine the two, but I think like if my girlfriends and I were like, what should we do for fun? That's probably something I would suggest, like something that's going to take you out of your comfort level that has a level of feeling like a beginner again something that you know you will probably laugh at yourself while you're doing it feeling silly um so have a little think about those things what's something that you can go and be a con- like a complete beginner at and have a laugh about and not take yourself so serious and take the mum hat off for a while or just the adult hat off for a while it could be going to comedy shows if that's something you enjoy I don't know whether I would want to go to a comedy show. I don't know if that's my bag. Like I'm not someone who laughs a lot at like comedy specials. Like that's not really my thing. Um, So just know yourself, know whether or not that would be fun for you. Maybe it's going to theme parks. Like I've recently just taken the boys to movie world and it was so much fun. I had a really great time with them and it was so cool to see them push through some of their nerves and apprehension. And to have those moments of being on a ride where it's just purely for the enjoyment, we don't do it enough. Maybe it's organizing a games night with your friends. Like that's probably more my my bag when it comes to a fun night. It's like getting a group of people together, having a few drinks, playing stupid games for no other reason than enjoyment. Um, maybe it's booking a night away with your girlfriends and having a call back to an old like sleepover, you know, like a slumber party. We don't do that as we get older, but how fun to have a night with your friends where you're just staying up late and you're talking and you're just enjoying yourself for the sake of it. So maybe this podcast episode will just encourage you to think, you know, and plan, which again, isn't so like not fun. It's not sexy to think about planning things, but we have to do it. And think, okay, what are some experiences that would be fun? Do you want to do some things that are more like adrenaline type fun where you jump online and you book those experiences in or like horse riding, theme parks, as I said, that's all that sort of stuff. Just have a little think about what, what you might like to experience. Um, the other thing I have written down is adult fun, like sex is fun it really should be fun and enjoyable and something that you want to do and something you're excited about. So don't forget that you can also incorporate more fun into your life by having a more fun sex life. So maybe that's going and getting yourself some toys or exploring kinks or role play. Like it should be an exciting, enjoyable thing that you do, which I know will feel like a bridge too far if you've just had a baby and you're like, oh, that's not for me right now. But I wanted to just remind you that that is a way that you can enjoy yourself and be amused and laugh with your partner. Like, you know, we don't often think of sex as a time that we can laugh, but it is fun. You know, you don't actually want to be laughing at someone or have someone laughing at you while you're having sex, but It can be something that is a shared experience that you enjoy that does make you obviously feel really good as well. So that is pretty much it from me today on the topic of fun. I just want you, as you go about your life, particularly today, while it's fresh in your mind, just think like, oh, should we plan like a costume party? Should I plan a surprise? How often am I actually having fun right now? what is fun for me? When am I laughing? What movies make me laugh? What TV shows make me laugh? What podcasts entertain me? Like life is short and life is so much better if we're smiling and we're laughing. And I acknowledge and I recognize that right now is not a great time in life to be like focusing the spotlight on happiness and fun because there are so many serious things happening. Although maybe it is, maybe that's what some of us need right now. I don't know, but it was on my mind. And as always, I want to bring conversations to the fray that I'm having in real life with my friends and also online with our fray Facebook group it would mean the world to me. If you take a screenshot of this episode, pop it up on your Instagram stories, tag me, share it with your friends, encourage them to listen to this episode and make sure you come and join our Frey Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. It's super easy. You just click and then you're straight in the group. It's a free free group. I'm in there every Tuesday doing live chats and it's just a place where you can share pretty much anything that you want really. So that's all from me. Think about fun. Think about what it means to you and I will talk to you really, really soon. have to go I can set you